to the Nerd Impact Podcast. Uh, new year, new episode. So we're here in tw- with our first episode of 2022 uh, to discuss the legendary Pokemon saga. Well, I suppose saga is the wrong word, but a uh, series of games is what we're talking about. But I'm sure we'll get into the, the wider media as, as Pokemon as a franchise is quite the juggernaut. But uh, I think everyone here has, has sort of had a pretty you know, intense relationship with the, with the franchise. So I, mean, I suppose they didn't where, what has been the impact for, for Pokemon? Where did you sort of start with the series? Because you are being, you know, the oldest here. I suppose you were the earliest. Yeah, um, God. Um, I mean, I'll get it out of the way now. I, I was there from day one. Um, mm. However, not through my own doing, actually, which is really interesting. Um, so our other cousins um, who I used to go on holiday with, um, I think it must have been about six or seven, we went to Penzance. Mm-hmm. We're staying in this big townhouse with some of their friends. And um, one of their friends had uh, a Game Boy and they had Pokemon Red on it. Um, ah. And he was just like, do you, want, do you want to play it? Like, I was just like, I don't know what it is, but yeah, sure, I'll play it. And that was my first ever experience with Pokemon. I um, must play it about six, seven hours of it. Like I just played, I was there for a week and I played it every evening. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so that was my earliest memories of Pokemon. Um. I didn't have a Game Boy, the original big chunky ass black and white um, <laughs> Game Boy. So I never actually played red, blue or yellow um, myself on my own kind of means for a long, mm. long, long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, both me, between me and Ben, who's with us today, we, I think we've played every every game in the, se- in the main series. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely adored him. I mean, Pokemon was obviously huge when I was in primary school, um, you know, my, my fondest memories um so I, I ended up getting a game boy color and i had pokemon silver um mm-hmm. lugia was instantly like one of my favorite legendaries and uh, so that yeah. was the one that i picked and we kind of um every christmas when um you know in primary school we had like the productions and we did like a play and stuff we were allowed to bring in our game boys and our toys and stuff and so many kids would bring in their game boys uh <laughs> and would have you know red blue yellow gold or silver or crystal um and and we'd literally just be like trading battling like you know with the link mm-hmm. cables like we were, we were talking the like the the old the oh, old yeah. school like og sort of times um and it was, it was absolutely amazing i mean there was one kid who had um the game shark cheat code so you know oh um, yeah. rightly wrongly i am um, eventually my silver pokedex was complete um which you know back in the day was kind of like a kind of big dick sort of energy but you know mm-hmm. That was when there was only about 250 Pokemon, you know, so it was it was easier to obtain, but yeah. we, we've flown through them. But yeah, I mean, I'll just span through them quickly, but, you know, um, my nan got me a Game Boy Advance uh, when they first came out for my birthday, I think, um, which yeah. came with Sapphire. And then for Christmas, my nan just got me Ruby as well, um, you know, because th- my nan didn't know the difference, but she knew I liked Pokemon. And, and obviously there is a difference, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. I borrowed someone's emerald, so I did manage to play emerald. But again, mm-hmm. I had ruby and sapphire, so I just kind of left it at that. Um, and, and we'll get into more detail about each particular one. But um, me and Ben both had fire red and leaf green between us. Um, yep. I was fire red, Ben was leaf green. Uh, that 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 was when I really took off with like the franchise. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I loved silver, I loved um, ruby and sapphire, but fire red. You know, after playing red back in the day. I was so like hooked on it. I spent hours. I mean, I haven't got that game anymore, unfortunately, but I can remember the hour logs was like in the high hundreds. <laughs> no, no, no sweat. Um, yeah, yeah. So then we kind of moved on into the DS generation again. I got myself a DS, and my nan brought me Pearl uh, yeah. on its release date, um, which was amazing. And then Ben eventually got Diamond. Um, I don't think I ever played Platinum, which is a shame because um, I know that's obviously an extended version, which is great. Um, yeah. And then the next one, the really big one, which is a lot of fans' favorite, if we're honest, is uh, the Heart Gold and Soul Silver kind of mm-hmm. um, yeah. saga. They are pinnacle Pokemon for me. And, you know, it kind of gives you, you know, uh, because I was born in that time, Gen 1 and 2, you know, red and silver were my kind of my meat they were the they were the go-tos and and you got to basically play both in this you know you you played the silver game uh, main game post game you got to go back into you know 
Gen 1's Kanto region. So I mm. absolutely adore that game. Um, yeah, and then Gen 5, you know, Black and White, Black and White 2. Um, I played Black and White, but I, at this point I was kind of going through high school and I was finding other stuff. You know, this was when, you know, like Modern Warfare 2 and Halo, as we've already spoke about, had become quite prominent in my friends' kind of lives. And so I kind of jumped back into that. Yeah. Um, I, I skipped X and Y and then fell back into uh, um, Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Again, you know, reboot of a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Got Sun and Moon. And uh, yeah, then I kind of stayed clear for a while. And I've recently fell back and got the uh, Pearl remake on Switch, which was phenomenal. It's uh, fun to be kind of back in that. So yeah, for me, I've kind of been a quite diehard dedicated fan i wouldn't say i'm a top you know top tier like obsessed fan but yeah i've definitely tried to keep myself in the loop as much as i can with the new gens and the new releases mm-hmm. um but you know my go-to to play you know just on a bit of a dos about is soul silver for sure um so yeah that that's me in a nutshell is i, I flipping love pokemon and i've loved it <laughs> since day one I'm fortunate to have followed it from day one, which, you know, is quite a cool experience, I suppose. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of wild to see where it's gone now. And, you know, I know we keep getting remasters and stuff, but I quite like them personally. I know there's a lot of kind of, there's a bit of a split between the community, but hey, I like a reboot. You know, we get to have the things we loved and just a bit better graphics. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Um, so, yeah. What about you two? I suppose, Ben, do you want to fire away? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty easy to see where I got my influence from. Amazing, <laughs> obviously, um, I do have a lot. I have a lot of vivid memories of playing um, Silver, Emerald, uh, Ruby, and Sapphire on probably your Game Boy back in the day. Um, but then I remember that that one Christmas, I I got my Game Boy Color with the little tribal tattoo on the. Oh, on the, the Game Boy SB. Yeah. That was and, that was uh, the that was the uh, Zelda version, wasn't it? I think you had. Yeah, I w- it was, was it Zelda? I swear yeah. it was. Yeah, because it has the um, uh, oh, what's it called? Ah, uh, um, the thing of power. Uh, what is it? The Triforce. Yeah, the Triforce. It didn't have the tri. It was like a tribal sort of pattern. Is it not? Oh, I'm Zelda. No, 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 oh, maybe I'm. Oh, sorry, that's my fault. I'm mis- misremembering. I swear it was the Triforce. Um, but I mean, yes, the, only uh, reason he got, the only reason he got the tribal one is so he could tell whose was who. Yeah, basically. <laughs> if we're honest. Um, but yeah, as, as I didn't say, I, I got a uh, leaf green. So my first real experience of playing uh, a Pokemon game all the way through uh, yeah. was was Kanto. Um, I mean, I do remember messing up and selling my uh, boat ticket, and I got trapped on those three islands. Oh <laughs> right. <laughs> So I had to restart after sending you all my like my Venusaur and all my. Top I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've just got to cut back, but for people who played from Fire Red onwards, well, if you had a Game Boy SP, you were lucky, man, because Game Boys, Game Boy Colors, and the Game Boy Advance—they didn't have screens that were lit. Yeah. That, that's how old we're talking. You had to either be in in the light, or you had you had to buy an extension to pop on your Game Boy that had a light on it, so you yeah. could play it in the in, in the evenings. Um. So for people who don't know that, you don't know the struggle we had to go through to play games on a night time like that. That just comes with it now, isn't it? Like everything's LED and you know lit up bright. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have that on the Game Boys, so yeah, that that was a challenge in itself. Yeah, but I mean, it was still. I mean, I I, I regret ever getting rid of that uh, Game Boy. It was definitely a piece of my my life. I wish I'd kept, but um, but then yeah, moving on to obviously Diamond and Pearl and Heart Gold and Soul Silver and things. It through um, late primary school, and as you say, we less about around Christmas, more on the final day of school where everyone would bring in all their Pokemon cards. Everyone would have a DS. There'd be battles going on everywhere. We'd have a little tournament. Uh, so yeah, it was for, for my friend group and probably most kids in, in primary school at that time, the DS and Pokemon just went hand in hand and yeah. was a significant part of uh, the, the sort of socialization of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I, I played black and white, which I enjoyed. To be fair, I love Zekrom, and I like the the slightly different um, feel of the Delete Four. 
Uh, I can't remember the story necessarily, uh, but it's, it's quite a dif different experience. Uh, and then, yeah, later on, I jumped back into um, Omega Ruby because I heard they were making a remake, and I love Hoenn. Mm. I love that uh, that region, and uh, really got into it. Probably got the closest I've ever got to completing the national decks. I think I had like at the time there was probably eight hundred Pokemon. I think I had six hundred mm -hmm. uh, through all the online trading, which was brilliant obviously being able to get all the legendaries you can't get um and people are just passing them around yeah um and then yeah i, I was moved on to sword and uh that's the sun and moon which I, I really quite enjoyed i think it's a it's a fresh take on on, on the original formula yeah they diversified a bit with the trials instead of gyms which weren't the weren't probably better than gyms but they were still fun mm. um and then got a switch sword. Um, absolutely loved it. Graphics are brilliant. Got played the extensions as well. Uh, yeah. And then recently got a brilliant diamond for Christmas and absolutely loving it. Not finished it yet, but I'm because I finished them very quickly now. Because I don't yeah. think I play Pokemon games for the difficulty of it. Because I could cane through the whole game in a day or two, but. I'm really taking my time to explore everything and make sure I get everything I possibly can. Yeah. Uh, because I'm generally enjoying it. It's, uh, it's quite nice. It's quite nostalgic, if I'm honest, especially the diamond being quite, I mean, it'd been about year four, year five when it was really big and everyone was playing Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even friends now, one of my mates, he, he got Alpha Sapphire as well at the time I got Ruby. And we were playing it together on our DSs at what twenty. So I don't think it's a franchise that will ever die or ever leave uh, my hands, if I'm honest. No. What about you, Nath? Oh uh, well, for me, I mean, I had um, a Game Boy Advance. Uh, that's where I started. I never had a, like the original sort of Game Boy like color. I never had one of those. But um, Game Boy Advance and a Game Boy SP. But I only really had stuff like Yoshi's Island on it. I never really. Um, Nice. I really delved. Um, I'm still traumatized by that game, but that's another whole point. But uh, I never really delved into it and um, into Pokemon, at least. Like, I came to Pokemon at Diamond. So uh, I got the first, the DS was like the first proper, like, aside from the Xbox, it was because I, prior to, to, to getting a DS, I was pretty much exclusively only ever really played games on an Xbox. And I went from yeah. the Xbox to the DS and then back to the Xbox 360. And that's pretty much you know, up until PC. And that's pretty much been my experience is that uh, I did have a Wii, but I've never been a massive Nintendo, like I've had a GameCube or anything like that. Like uh, I've always been more sort of the Microsoft side of things. And um, But when I got a DS with, uh, so I remember I, I got um, a DS with like, like a um, Diamond and Pearl sort of case for it. And so, oh, yeah. if you remember the um, the first uh, DS, it had like a sort of like flat, and then they had yeah, angles like a, a Pizza Hut oh, sort of roof. So chunky, yeah. So chunky, but um, I had like a sticker of uh, Diagra and Palkia that went across all the top of it. So yeah, I, I remember I think, that. I think it's still somewhere, but um, it was a, it was one of the grey ones. And uh, so yeah, Diamond was was my first. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd watched the TV show and I'd seen the other games. Like I'd seen you guys play them, I'd seen friends play them, but I'd never. Diamond was the first one where it was me sitting down and going through the experience. Like I remember, we just moved to Australia, we just moved into our new house. I remember sitting down like the, the desk I had in my room and just, you know, flipping it open. And uh, when you first put the card in, that first sort of like loading sound and all that, the music starts playing. Yeah. You see like the stars drift up the screen. I was like, holy shit, this is incredible! And uh, I, I I loved it. Like Diamond is 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 one closest to my heart. Like I've been recently been playing on an emulator again and. Uh, that's the one that means the most to me. Like I love Dialga. He was like, I, I, I've always been a Pokemon player that um, I do it more for the Pokemon I like rather than sort of like optimizations and stuff like yeah. that. Like I, I did play, I did play the, um, I don't know if you guys ever did. I think, I think it's called like Pokemon arena. It was sort of like um, an online, yeah, it's it like a free online thing. And you, it was more yeah. just, it was like, there was, I don't think there was any graphics whatsoever. It just had like a sprite of your Pokemon. Then you like choose the ability and then it was, it was all very bare bones, and I think there's a much more robust version of it now. But um, yeah, like that, that that was where I sort of got a bit more into the optimization side of things. But when I was playing through Diamond for the first time, I was 
so bad at the game. <laughs> like the only I loved um my Empoleon. So he was the only like pretty much every fight would be my Empoleon up until he got killed, and then the rest were just underleveled crap Pokemon. Like it was I was so so bad at the game. Like I never did, you know. It took me a while to sort of crack the uh, the idea of the sort of rock, paper, scissor aspect of it. Like, this is super effective against that. This, And, you know, as kids sort of figure it out. But, um, yeah, I, I, I loved Diamond. And, and, I mean, I played Black as well. So I, um, I sort of went on a bit of a sort of nostalgia trip, I suppose. This was back in 2012 as I went on uh, like a school trip to America. And uh, we were in, where was it? Is it um, just sort of by San Diego, I think. And I went into to a GameStop there and I bought a pre-owned uh, DSi, I think they're called, like the, um, yeah, the thinner yeah. ones, this smaller black one. And I bought black along with it. And uh, I, I, I think I bought uh, Soul Silver as well, actually. But I, I, I didn't play Soul Silver as much as I did the Pokemon Black, but I played all through black. And I really, I mean, I didn't like the Pokemon designs as much, I'll be honest. Like, I feel like the later entries I've found, at least, have been a bit more bizarre and, and and less i don't know iconic in my mind like less instantly recognizable i suppose in the silhouette but yeah i mean i i i i really enjoy the franchise and uh, i haven't played any of the recent entries but in terms of you know my awareness of the franchise it's 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 like so many kids our age it's i i mean there's that whole south park episode about you know japanese uh, monster games sort of indoctrinating mm. youth because Pokemon was such an enormous thing. I'm sure you know, Aiden, that like, and I suppose even Ben and I know, is that everyone knew Pokemon and everyone had some exposure to Pokemon by a young age. You know, it was absolutely Still do as well. Yeah. All the kids kids I've worked with absolutely love Pokemon. Yeah. Like, we're talking about the impact. Oh, shit. This this is one of the biggest franchises in the world. Mm. You know, like... You you can go anywhere, and I mean, you know, the poster child is Pikachu. But you 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 throw a Pikachu at anyone, even even parents who like our parents and you know parents of like our generation, yeah. they can go, oh yeah, that's Pikachu, that's from Pokemon. Like they might yeah. not know anything else, but the recognition is there instantly. Mm-hmm. Like and and what you know, as we were talking about it, obviously I know they keep rebooting them, but it, I think that's really nice for the younger generations because. If you miss the chance to, you know, because Game Boys, you know, are quite hard to find now, and so and the older games, some of them don't even run anymore. But if you missed out on Red, Blue, or Yellow, you had Fire Red and Leaf Green to play. You know, almost, you know, I think it was about ten years later, maybe. If you missed out on Silver, Gold, Crystal, you had Heart Gold, Soul Silver, yeah. And and you know, and and now we're back into Gen Four. So if you never got to play Diamond and Pearl back then this could be your stepping off point, but it's almost like, I know people don't like reboots, but for this, I think it's a perfect way to just reintroduce people who never mm-hmm. got the chance to back then, just with updated, updated graphics and a few tweaks and changes. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm fortunate as you are, Ben, that we basically went through the entire franchise, but you know, your main pickoff point was leaf green, which, you know, well, is yeah. amazing, you know, amazing start off, but, I think I, I think the reboots are, are a good thing because it brings in the new generation and mm. then they may go back and explore. I mean, again, the other impact that I want to talk about is the bloody cost of the older games now. Like they I, are a di- like pun intended, they are diamonds. Like literally yeah. if, you, if you go into pre owned shops, um you can look at any DS game, you know, like the original DS, uh, look at games like that, that they're about, you know, they might hold twenty, thirty pounds. You're looking at Pokemon Soul Silver, uh, Heart Gold, Black and White, and Black and White Two, and those bad boys are sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety quid easy, depending on on what time of year it is and the demand for them. I'm assuming Christmas they probably went up in another twenty, thirty pound because people last for Pokemon games for Christmas. I mean, it's funny you say that because Ben and I went into a CEX um, in Sully Hill not too long yeah, ago, and that was literally the first thing I said is that the cost of the Pokemon game was more expensive than the console you play it on. Is it like the DSs you could get for 30, 40 quid, but the actual, like... A that, that, was, that was Soul Silver. Was it, yeah, it was Soul oh, yeah. Silver. Back, back when me and Aiden were getting back into the DSs for the second time, we went, we were looking for them, and yeah. those two specifically, Heart Gold, because I love Heart Gold, Aiden's more Soul mm, Silver. Yeah. Fucking bomb. Absolutely ridiculous. Even what? That was... 
probably close to seven, eight years ago now. Yeah. I didn't I keep did I I didn't keep my original Soul Silver, did I? No, I sold it. So I must have been lucky because I had it on release. Um and then, you know, like I said, as the Xbox three sixty boom came in and I was kind of growing up with my friends and playing different games. I mm. got rid of my old DS, I got rid of all the games which crushes me to this day. <laughs> but I think, yeah, like Ben said, I think even at the time, luckily, I traded in a load of games and got it for essentially free. Yeah. But, um, unless that's the only way you'd get that, these games now for, for a cheap price is by exchanging in other games. Because, mm. And occasionally the marketplaces, I looked on Facebook recently for uh, Black and White 2. But even they, you know, people aren't, people aren't missing a trick. They can see mm. that these games are worth a ton. And yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I've got these ones behind me, and Ben's got a few behind me, but I don't think I'll ever sell these now because, you know, I'll, I'll want to play them just as a Raz one day potentially, and if I don't have them, they'll be ninety quid down the road. So, you know, even if I don't accept like use them anymore as much, I, just, I ain't getting rid of them anymore. You know, they're, they're kind of almost treasures now. As soon as you brought one, the value in it actually goes up, which is insane. I mean, well, yeah, and absolutely. I mean, the the DS. I think it's at your house right now, Ed. Yeah. Um, I, back when they they re-released um, Yellow, yeah. classic, completely clear, all black and white, everything, and it's on that DS, and it's it was a great experience for me because obviously at that point it had been maybe X and Y generation, so nice yeah. graphics. So you had your megas involved to it, and then stepping straight back, and when they didn't even have their individual sprites, mm. and no, just like, one, wasn't it? Bulbasaur was like a leaf. Like a plant yeah. or something, it, it's ridiculous compared to what we've got now. But I cannot get rid of that DS purely because it's got a treasure of a game on it. Mm. I mean, I think it's crazy uh, for, for Pokemon because we're, we're talking like this is a very long lived franchise. Like it's been around for a good 40, almost 50, 20, 20, 25 years. Quite a long time, right? It's like, not loud. Is yeah. it not 50? Is it, it's, it was, I, it was the 90s. Yeah, so it was the 90s. Like at least 30, right? Yeah, we're coming up to thirty. I know, I know they, I know they celebrate the, the original Game Boy came out in like eighty nine. Mm, maybe I think I, I don't. I should have done my research. I yeah, think, I think red was... and red, red and blue were ninety six or seven in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what, what I was gonna say is that basically, like, you could play red and blue, right? So like, one of the earliest games or yellow, right? And ninety yeah. percent of the gameplay is effectively identical to if you play like Shining Pearl or or, or um, uh, yeah. was Diamond today. Like it's it's effectively they've just they have such a robust oh, in like the main core gameplay of having your sort of the four abilities. Oh, the formula. Yeah, the, the formula. Formulas is so so beautifully. If, uh, you yeah. know, just... I've just checked. Red and blue were ninety six. Okay. So yeah, we'll be coming up to thirty years in a couple of years' time. So again, again, still like that's the the fact that a franchise is nearly thirty years old and yeah, it's just still one of the biggest giants of the world. I'm surprised Disney aren't trying to like. Well, don't give them the ideas, it. man. Don't give them the ideas. But but yeah, I mean, these games are incredible. I mean, you know, I know we kind of talked overall, but. For me, I'd personally like to kind of cover today would yeah. be the you know Fire Red and and Soul Silver. Um, they'd be the ones I'd like to cover today, particularly. I don't know mm. about you two. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice. We've forgotten one of the best Pokemon games, which was actually on GameCube. <laughs> Colosseum. Oh, Colosseum! Yeah, that yeah. was an incredible game. Uh. That, I mean, we, I can't remember when we got rid of our GameCube oh, years, and years and years ago. But I was very fortunate. Uh, I was dating a girl in, in high school and she had a GameCube still. And every time I'd go over to hers, I'd be absolutely just caning Coliseum. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that added little... the, the first sort of 3D, uh, actual sort of 3D yeah. battles, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you started with um, Umbreon and uh, Espeon, yeah. Espeon. Which is quite a nice, not necessarily starters like you conventionally would have, but mm. awesome Pokemon nonetheless. And just, I feel like the whole, uh, I'm struggling to remember the story. I remember it being very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but solid game, not necessarily one of the Game Boy or DS ones, but 
still an iconic Pokemon game, nonetheless. I mean, mm. you mentioned starters, so come on, let, 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 let's just dive into it. I mean, you know, we could go over all of them if you want, but main starters, like, let, you know, let, let's go for it. So I'll let, I'll let you two go first. I mean, Nath, I know you didn't jump in till Diamond and Pearl, but you said Empoleon's your main mm. for Diamond. What about Black and White? Do you remember? I can't remember the one for Black and White. I think I went for the Water type. I can't, I can't remember the name of it because I, I tend to... Samurai. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so, yeah. I, I pretty much always go for the Water type starters. Like, I... I um, which, I was it? I think it was uh, Soul Silver. It's, it's Totodile. I um I know yeah. I had one of them, and um ah oh, it was definitely Piplup. I always started with, but and the the water one for black and white. But aside from that, yeah, I pretty much always just went with the water starter because that was the one I was you know played through first, and I was familiar with how it interacted with all the other mm. Pokemon. And I mean, I, I know I think most people sort of preferred the sort of fire starters. I feel was perhaps one of the most popular generally across the series. I could be wrong, but that's. All, all my friends tended to to have a, the fire starter. So, no, you're not wrong, Ben. What about you? Well, I remember uh, my first Leaf Green um, playthrough was a uh, Bulbasaur, mainly mm. just because it was on the box. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, fuck it, I'll get a get a Bulbasaur. And uh, I, I do I do love uh, Venusaur as a as a as a third evolution. Yeah. Uh, if I was to play Canton now, I would go Charmander. I do love Charizard, as I imagine. 90% mm-hmm. of fans do. Yeah. Um, but if I was to, to point out my, my most favorite uh, starter across all generations, it'd have to be Totodile. I absolutely love Fraligator. Yeah. He's such a beast of a Pokemon. Um, but you are right. I do generally start with fire types because it's mm-hmm. the type you get least of. You can get a lot of grass types, you can get a lot of water types, but fire is not necessarily the easiest to find. Yeah. Uh, that's, so that's I, weird. No, go on. What's that? No, no that's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. And uh I think well I've chose um Chimchar for my current playthrough of Brilliant yeah. Diamond. Uh obviously a fair name now. Um but yeah, that probably I, th- I think I started with the only deviation from that was with um Sun and Moon. I started with uh Rowlet. Uh yeah, me too. I remember his third evolution's name. It Robin is Hood looking owl. Yeah, it is the grass ghost type, which is a bizarre. Oh, it's the Sedui. The Sedui. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's the Sedui. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. But grass ghost type. That's like that's quite that's sick. A, that is to be fair. Bizarre combo though, grass and ghost. If you think about it, that's an interesting yeah, it, combo. It, it was a. It's a solid Pokemon. I think it was one of the. As you say, with the newer generations the they become a bit bizarre and a bit weird mm. not necessarily like that classic sort of pokemon feel yeah he was a, one of the pokemon the new ones that i was very excited for mm, i me thought too. he was really cool yeah i mean what about uh, you like Aiden, it, then? yeah i was a mixed bag if i'm honest i remember on my initial playthrough on red i was charmander and went through to Charizard. Obviously, I like I said, I only had it for a while, and I, yeah. I think he'd already started with Charmander. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. Then on to Silver, I I did two playthroughs. So my initial one, no, three playthroughs actually, um, because I did first was Cyndaquil, who's my one of my all time favorites in Typhlosion. Then I did a run through with um, Chikorita all the way up to Meganium, and then I switched back and did Typhlosion again. Because uh, mm-hmm. he was my he was my favorite. And I remember he was the first ever level hundred I got, um, which was you know that's a lot of grinding, especially on the yeah. old, and, you know the old games. Um, you know they didn't have the XP share as a unanimous thing. It was it was just a one, and maybe you could share it with one of the Pokemon. So you were grinding just that one. Um, yeah. Oh God, I, I really did chop and change. I think on Sapphire I went Mudkip, but then on Ruby I went Trico. Okay. And then, yeah, I, then I did. I did have a stint where I again I reset one of them and played as um, Torchic. So again, I think I always kind of tried to play a bit of them all. But um, then mm-hmm. on my Fire Red, I did. I did do one run on Charmander again. Mm-hmm. But then I reset it. Um, I think it was after I traded all yours back to you, Ben. I reset it and fancied doing it again. And you really gave me your Charizard. Gave you your, my He's Charizard. I didn't it, listen to me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and then I ended up with. Squirtle Blastoise and he's became one of my mains now like he's one of my favorites um, yeah so you know 
yeah um and then you know as as we went on like i said um i i you know the reboots i, I kind of did the same thing but with um my current one uh, and same with the original part i was the same as you nath i was i was in poly on the entire mm-hmm. way like he's definitely one of the coolest pokemon from that generation um yeah that the stars are great you know i mean it's you know it's, it's it's almost a rite of passage isn't it you know everyone's first experience with pokemon is who you're going to choose and that kind of puts you into a a group straight away i mean yeah um, luckily i tried every single one but um you know well, think, do you go on do you remember when we first got uh soul silver and i got heart gold and i spent my entire christmas day <laughs> resetting the game playing through the first 20 minutes yeah and then sending you the starter so we both had all three starters right oh. Yeah, it took fucking ages. It was the perks just... of having brothers who had the same or, or the, the both games, so we could we could do that. God, I'll never, never do it again. again. No, well, you don't need to now. I mean, that's the difference. Like in the latest one, you know, the, the, it is mad how the formula is the same, but they've changed little things. Yeah, so like you know, getting all three stars unless you had a second person was unheard of all the way up mm. to all silver. Um, because you can get certain starters post game, can't you? Um, but now, like in the latest one in Shining Pearl, once you beat the Elite Four, you've got this underground you can go to. And you can literally catch all the starters in in there. Yeah. Well, um, even from, down from that generation, anyway. Even down to uh, you, you, you touched on it earlier. The uh, the XP share. Mm. Um, obviously, XP share back in the day, you just choose a second mon you want to level up or evolve. You'd whack it on, or you had to do the they start the battle, trade them out, and then yeah. fight with, with an actual mom that can actually do something. All, and all the daycare, now. all the daycare, yeah, all the daycare. Yeah. I just used to do that with the Elite Four. So once I'd beaten them and gotten enough like wits around how to beat them, I literally just put that one weak Pokemon in my party with XP share and then have my other five just literally tank the Elite Four constantly just to level it yeah. up. But like I said earlier, like I don't play Pokemon games now necessarily for the challenge of it. I just play for the enjoyment. It, it's it's easy enough that I don't really need to try. Mm, so having mm. the XP share go through to all the Pokemon from every single time you earn XP, it's just a nice bonus. I don't have to worry too hard about um, really sort of grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it keeps... I mean, I started... Uh, I got a um, Shinx and a Starly straight away. They're still with me with yeah. my uh, Chimchar. Similar levels, so it's not too much of a challenge switching between types. Um, I mean, that, that's part of the formula as well, isn't it? In classic Pokemon, you, you have your starter, then you pick up a flying type, be it Pidgey, Starly, um, Taylor, and then you have yeah. some other kind of early starter. So, you like you said, like Shinx or... Like a, uh, it was, I always used to get a ladybird in Soul Silver, mm-hmm. and you'd always just have that. You'd have like three kind of mains along with your your main main uh, starter. Um, but I mean, kind of talking about Elite Four, the the other thing that kind of is grilled into my mind the most, especially from like a Gen One perspective and onwards, is is the gym leaders and the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're really interesting kind of boss fights and stuff, and I absolutely love them, but. For me, you cannot be the Gen One gym leaders. Like obviously, most of them are memorable purely because of the anime series, but obviously also the impact they have around that in the like in the games and stuff. But obviously, you have you have Brock who's in the anime mm-hmm. um, as your first gym leader. You have Misty who obviously is Ash's partner in the series, and then you have Giovanni who's the leader of Team Rocket. Like you, that was awesome. The fact that you ended up like beating him and then you had to fight him again in the um in the gym to get your final badge and then your, your rival and that's another thing we need to talk about is your rival you know like uh you know again the rivals were always a staple of the games that were really interesting and you know as a kid as we all do you give them that stupid name like ass or <laughs> or butt face or you know dickhead or whatever well um, pokemon let's go kind of retconned that in a fucking hilarious sort of way oh yeah go on. you go um the professor obviously goes, oh, what's my grandson's name? And then your rival comes up and says, granddad, like, this joke is getting old. Please stop. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of, as someone who's obviously grew up from very early on, making, as you say, ridiculous names um, to make everyone call them. It's kind of a nice little meta joke for everyone to sort of get. Yeah. Again, though, the rivals were, again, they, they, they kind of wavered depending on what games you played, obviously, in like Red and Fire Red and that kind of gen. It was a really crucial character. I mean, he was Gary in the anime series. He was a bit of a dickhead, but mm. in the in the games, he's not really like he's just he's a bit of a like tragic. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but in a nice way. Like he's like, oh, smell you later. He's like, oh, but he helps <laughs> you out and stuff. And obviously, then he's the champion of the Elite Four at the end of it. So that's kind of cool. About um, five minutes. For about five minutes. Um, the rival in Silver and Soul Silver is really cool as well, actually, because he's, cool. he's he's just some. Thief, quote unquote, is like the bad boy. It was, but then you find out. Well, it's not. Te- no, I think it is canon. I think there's like a purchase you can get on Soul Silver and Heart God. I could be wrong. Where you find out that he's actually Giovanni's kid. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, the rival in Silver is is Giovanni's kid, um, which was cool. But again, the continuity with some of that's really cool. Um, I think this is why the first two hold so much in my heart is continuity carries on over it which i think mm. is great you know playing silver and um, there's a bit where you talk to someone and they say oh some kid beat team rocket three years ago so obviously that's your character from the first game which is great um then he know, goes quite red on the top of mouth oh, and that is that is Mount silver is it yeah that is the probably you talk about a challenge it, it, that is hard like i unless you've prepped for it you know and as a kid when i didn't prep for it i got slaughtered yeah. Even with a team of a hundred, his aim yeah. would would smash you. Yeah, mm. I mean, it was it, that was one of the coolest things about again it being the first sequel is they had the continuity, but then they had your character essentially come back as like this mysterious character that doesn't talk. He has his own theme tune. He has level eighties. He has all the stars, and he, and he is solid. And again, as a kid, that used to like I was so buzzing to try and get to that point, but again, it took a long time. I think yeah. you know the thing. Things have gotten easier, but you know the the gym leaders and, and the elite four and stuff. Even though they're staples, they can be quite hard if you're not you know as 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 older you know teens and adults as we are. You, you know you can just Google how to beat them, or you've learned by now <laughs> the, the, the type strategies. But as a kid, I'd just go in with my Charmander into a rock gym and be like, yeah, you know this is fine, and then get absolutely destroyed and be like, oh well, what went wrong? Mm. So you know it. it it has evolved, but I, you know, I, I, I absolutely, that is one of the key things for me is the, the, the almost quite, there was quite a uniqueness to each of the gym leaders in the original games and in the second games. And again, you got to fight the gym leaders from gen one and gen two, which was great. Um, but yeah, sorry. I, I, the gym leaders are one, one of the coolest things, you know, for me, um, because you know, the trainers in it, uh, you know, it's, piss really they're piss like you can walk all over them yeah i mean i i always hated um the puzzles for a lot of them you'd have to solve before you could even get to the gym leader like i i remember the ice one's always really bad and uh i i replayed hoeing on the emulator and uh my first attempt because it's the one way if you step on a space it cracks definitely again you fall yeah i managed to get straight to the to the uh to the gym leader on my first go yeah, like obviously I, adult brain. So have course. you done this, have you done the re, have you done the recent ice gym in Sinnoh in Pearl? Piss. Yeah, that was absolutely, not absolutely. easy. Yeah, because yeah, is that the so, one you have to move the um uh, the no, box? Yeah, slide. Yeah. You slide, yeah, but then yeah, I think you, you do have to move them. As well. balls. Yeah, you have to yeah, you slide them. through. Yeah, they weren't easy. Like twenty eight year old here, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't Google how to do it. I did figure it out. But nah, I was, nah, nah, I was, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so so much but, of it is trial and error though like you do yeah, just have to absolutely. bash your head against it you know well it's like you get you get through the gym you get to the leader you save oh yeah and then you t- then you take them on because obviously I mean, like again it, you it, talk it, about it not being difficult but that's we, we've got to be talking about cynthia like again the games have gotten there, easier yeah. over time but i mean you know nath will understand this one as a diamond and pearl fan yeah but cynthia was one of the toughest characters bar red in the entire game i've ever had to face like her garchomp smashes you to bits like you Absolutely. are a little bitch like even even on my, my you know current pearl 
I did not beat her straight away. It took me a good day to go and level up and find the right types to beat her and stuff. So, kids game or not, it's still fucking hard. I think I've prepped for her nicely, so we'll see. I'll I'll keep you updated on that. I must admit, I never... I I only beat her once, and the first time, uh, I had to get my mate, uh, Luca... uh, I sat and watched him as he did because I was like, I just like I, I was losing my mind, fucking losing every single fight to her, and there's you know, literally no shame in it. She was oh, he, he, I don't know, how, I can't remember how he did it, but I remember being like blown away. Like I think it was just he swapped his the Pokemon I had a lot more than than I bothered to do. Like I said, I I I was a pretty bad player. Like I I relied way too heavily on Empoleon and Hydro Cannon. Like that was. All I do and Dialga Roar of Time. If if that didn't work, then my toolkit was empty. Like that. That's it. I was, I'd, I'm I'm done at that point. So yeah. Well, this is it. Up up until probably when we got the DSs for the second time. So Omega uh, Ruby Alpha Sapphire and they introduced mm. that um, the training uh, element to it, where you could boost individual stats. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That really got me thinking. And I even started watching like um, championships on, on YouTube and things of like professional Pokemon players. Yeah. Uh, and it sort of clued me into like, make sure you've got Pokemon with good um, abilities, uh, balanced move sets, mm. um, move sets. So if your Charizard's got a lot more attack than special attack, maybe not Flamethrower, maybe Fire Punch or something. Those are the sort of things that now I've clued into. And that's the other thing as a kid, like, you literally were like, why would I want a move that makes them slow down? Like, fuck that, I just want a move that kills them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I think um, it took me a very long time to actually think of Pokemon as an RPG, aside as mm. instead of, like, a Pokemon game. Like, I never, yeah. I, like, when, when you think about it, it is literally just your pretty much stock standard JRPG. Well, I think we've, we've lost Ben there, but uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll pop back in, but... Uh, yeah, it, it took me a very long time to sort of clock in that there was actually, you know, stats mattered and uh, there was specific builds you could utilize and all that sort of thing. But um, Oh, yeah, 100%. To be honest, it's not really until... I know Ben said, like, the Sapphire runs and stuff, but it was predominantly... Um, it was predominantly this run, you know, that I've paid more attention to it. Um, you know, I actually had balanced out teams. And like Ben was saying, like... There's championships and again we're talking about impact but like there's like worldwide pokemon competitions you know you've got mm-hmm. people who do speed runs on it on on the internet and stuff like it's incredible the sort of stuff that's kind of evolved from this franchise i mean some people are like so hot on how to beat people like i think i did try to do a few like online trainer battles a couple of years ago back on soul silver yeah. i think i beat two or three but because again, I didn't really know the type, like the the moves and the, like the set types and stuff. I got slaughtered, and I was just like, I ain't, I'm not, I ain't doing it's, this it's, no more. It's hilarious. I watch um, some videos occasionally of um, they're basically trolls. They'll have like some weak ass looking team, but some solid ass strategy, and just absolutely wreck like a oh, full is that legendary the one with Shuckle? team. Shuckle is a, a, a staple. He's a, apparently a, can do the most damage of all time. If you do it right, like the absolute most damage, um, which is which is great because it's 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 just a little worm in a shell. It's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I mean, doing... go on. Carry on. No, no, carry on. No, I was going to say I was going to segue. So carry on if you got if you want to finish. I was going to segue. Okay, I mean, with, with you know talking about you know different types of Pokemon, apart from your starters, you know, I mean, what were, were there any other staples? For, for you guys that kind of would always end up being in your team, be it at the beginning or be it a bit later, obviously, if you had to acquire them different ways. Um, bar legendaries, I think they deserve their own time. You, yeah, we'll do it afterwards. Nath, what are you I was, saying? I, well, I, I tended to have a team mostly built around, was it was it um, the TMs or HMs with the... Uh, yeah. You had to have one with Fly, one with Waterfall, one with Surf, all that sort of thing. Yeah. So I tended to, to just build more around that rather than... Uh, any specific sort of like if i'm trying if i remember um so it definitely like my my team in diamond at least composed of my empoleon my dialga all, all the time i mean that's just as as it is like that was my first legendary so he had to be in there and i loved him mm. um what was it uh i think it was spiro was it spiro though there's a sort of um Power Raptor. i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so i had one flying type for fly that was pretty much it like um 
I've wondered if had cut. Uh, I, I know I had a tentacruel because I think you could have cut and surf on the yeah, one. And I think yeah. you had a waterfall as well. So they were like my utility Pokemons because I just couldn't be bothered going back to Pokemon Center and swapping them out. So they were basically like never used in combat, but they were just, you know, there the to get around. HM slaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. HM bitch. Yeah. So I, just used, I just used a Bidoof for most of them. Yeah. Bidoof, I, uh, Zigzagoon, or Snorlax. You, you want to get a Pokemon that can, can cover like most of we'll them. We'll come back more. to Snorlax. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Actually, Dick. we'll do it now. But on, you know, on red red all the way through to um silver and and the remasters obviously you have a point where snorlax is blocking the road and you have to wake mm. the guy up and catch him that dude is one of the hardest pokemon to catch like i've caught legendaries quicker than i've caught a snorlax like fuck that dude like i always wanted one and i think there is two chances to get him in mm. in them but i was so determined just to get him straight away because he's a powerhouse as you go on but Jesus. Even I did a I did an emulator run on um Fire Red recently and Snorlax I was struggling with. I was like, for God's sake, and because I wasn't using like cheats on Master mm. Balls and stuff, but oh Jesus Christ, yeah, it was hard. Sorry, yeah, carry on. Uh who else, Nath? Anyone else? Oh, I I know at first because I've got I've got the I got the Pokedex open now. Um is I had a Machamp. I remember I, I traded nice. it. Nice. I traded it to my friend because that was one of the uh, ones you had to trade him from Matrix to, uh, like, you had to trade him and then trade him back to, yeah. to evolve him. Um, he's a gangster, he is. Yeah. He's, he's, well, I had a Floatzel as well. I liked a Floatzel. Um, yeah. What was it? Was in Murkrow, I think? No, I, had, I, I definitely had a Gengar at one point. And yeah, because Murkrow then became Honchkrow because that was. Honchkrow, yeah. That was the. Um, I think that was, that was like, was it the region exclusive one? Because I think. Diamond had one, and then you had um, we, yeah. I think Pearl had Weevil, Pearl. didn't didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Um. I know. I know. I had a I had a Steelix for a long time. I had a Gyarados nice. and a Rapidash. Um. What was it? There was the um. What was the the? I think it was a legendary. The one you find in uh that haunted mansion. The like lightning. Oh, Spiritu. Oh, Rotom. Rotom. That's it. Rotom. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely had a Tentacruel, uh, and I I did have Rotom for a lot of the time as well. But um, yeah, that I I remember spending ages trying to catch the um, uh, like you know, you had the three sort of like legendaries that you could randomly lakes. encounter. The lakes, yeah, the lake legends. Yeah, like lakes. was it Mesprit and uh, Azelf? Azelf, yeah. yeah. I I I, oh my god! Because I I think it's if you if you knock them out, though, I don't think they come back. No, but they don't. I, I spent like every fight was super stressful as you're trying to like either run away or or catch them. And, I mean, I must admit this, this is very embarrassing, but one of the guys at school told me, and this was because this was with the DS and, you know, they had a microphone in it. Uh, I was, <laughs> and I don't know how true this is. I could actually be right, but someone told me that if you, uh, once you throw a Pokeball, if you tap the screen rapidly or say catch into the microphone, then it increased your chances. You just don't look at it. You just never. I feel, look. Yeah, that's our, our rule was either smash B until you know, or you just don't look. And I st we still do that to that day. Like, oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll throw the ball and then just be like, count to ten. Literally. I, I was trying. I was. I was literally before we. I came onto here. I just caught Dialga and yeah. um, uh, Asleaf and Uxie. Oh, bloody and hell! I had to do the not look. Don't look. Don't look. Don't yeah. Look, because they were bastards to catch. Yeah. And absolutely. I just knew if I did look. It just they pop. wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. No, but I, I literally like every, every 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 time after I heard that, I'd be like, catch, just right, <laughs> right, right <laughs> into the. Mic. I, I, I'm honestly, I have no idea, but I literally that was all I do is go, catch. Tapping, <laughs> tap, tapping the screen on the DS, I think might have actually helped. I, I don't know yeah, if that's I, I, that, just that, making go. I swear, that might I, actually have helped. I don't know if it, it flashed. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if it's um, what is it like a placebo effect? But I genuinely thought I was, I, I was it, yeah. making a difference. So, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. But that, that, that was, uh, yeah, that definitely one of those, those weird sort of like urban legends, at least rumors that went around my school that, that they actually made a difference. So, I mean, there's speaking. I mean, we'll go back to our poke, like favorite Pokemon afterwards. But like the legends and like the myths that came from this are so good. Like obviously, you know, you had the whole Masingo cheat code in the original red and blue um yeah. you know if you put in a certain i can't remember the, how you do it um but you do a certain method and this is basically missingo is missing number so it's a pokemon yeah. that never got put it's just a complete like fuzzy screen and you can catch it but then it completely crashes your game um 
Well, I suppose there was some other like myths and stuff. Um, there wasn't wasn't it like, like the, the, the the creepy music that would play in oh, the towns? Yeah, like, in Lavender Town. Apparently, made kids commit suicide or something. I remember that. Yeah, being, I've heard that one. Being a whole oh, thing. Oh, the law, but the law behind a lot of the Pokemon. If you read their decks in entries. Oh, the fuck! Yeah, like stealing kids' dreams and yeah, it's mainly the ghost souls. Pokemon, isn't it? Like, yeah, Drifloon really waits on Fr- Drifloon waits on Fridays to kidnap kids. Like, just floats up with them. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, the Dex entries are great. This, I, I'm, I'm maybe we'll put a few on on the video version. Um, but yeah, in fact, I might look at a few of them in a minute. Um, but yeah, the the other one is um obviously the whole Blue slash Gary's Raticate. Um, yeah. What was that? Basically, that so one. when you fight him on the ship SS Acra thing, mm-hmm. after you beat him, you see him in the ghost tower in Lavender Town. Yeah. Um, and he and he's just talking to you. But the next time you battle him, he hasn't got a Raticate. And people are thinking, oh, we just traded out for a new better Pokemon. But a lot of people think that you basically beat that Raticate so badly that it dies and he was burying it. Oh my there, there is, God. I, mean, I genuinely think that's canon. I, I think it is think canon because I, I mean, I need to reread. His... You really need to reread the manga, but the manga's violent. Like, like if you like, I think one of the like, I think oh, yeah. uh, Charmeleon chops an Arbok in half or something. It like, does, it's, yeah. it's brutal. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was always a good one. But yeah, I the mean... other one, the other one is um, uh, Gengar is actually the shadow of Teferi. Yeah, Fable. I've heard that one. Fable yeah. and how. Gaslies are just um, electrodes or uh, Voltorbs after they're self-destructed. Yeah. It's just their soul that's um, carried on. That's cool. Yeah, but... like suicide is obviously not don't go to heaven and that, so they're just like a wandering soul. Yeah, I know. There's all sorts of stuff around Mister Mime as well, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh dude, that. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Cut that. Hang on, I'm just I'm just looking there. So here you go. Um, there's Yamask, which I think is Gen Five. Mm. Um, so each each of them carries a mask that used to be a face when it was a human. Sometimes yeah, I look fuck. at it and cry. <laughs> what the hell? Um, there's Lampern, Lampent, Lampent from I think Gen Five again. Um, the spirit absorb, the spirit it absorbs fuels its bearful fire. It hangs around hospitals waiting for people to pass on. Jesus. Yeah, it's all. It's, I told you, it's basically ghost Pokemon. Here you go. Um, there's Cacturn, so from Gen Three. Packs of them follow travelers through the desert until the tra- travelers can no longer move. <laughs> oh okay. no. Oh okay. Yvettel, is it from X and Y? When Legendary. its life comes, yeah. When its life comes to an end, it absorbs the life energy of every living thing and turns into a cocoon once more. So basically, you just can't die. Giratina is essentially, yeah, he's 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 Satan, isn't he? Yeah, he was banished for violence. Yeah, gets arseous, yeah. Gi- yeah, Giratina woke up and chose violence and got done for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Ben, what about you? Any like mainstay Pokemon that you try to get in every time, even if you'd like finish the game, but you'd want them in your party? So I could I could rattle off pretty much my uh, my Gen One team would be uh, Charizard. Um, Gyarados, um, Jolteon, Gengar, Hitmonlee, oh. and probably a Victory Bell. Nice. So that would be my. Pretty it good covers team. a lot of the types, uh, and they're all just pretty, pretty sick Pokemon. To be fair, um, beyond that, uh, Sinnoh, I have to have a Shinx because I love electric types. Hmm. Um, Hoenn, uh, I think. I'm predominantly stick with the starters through Hoenn. I'm trying to think of who I used for my emulator recently. Um, yeah, Hoenn didn't have many interests in Pokemon, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, um, Legendary Ka- cool, is good. I like Camerupt. Yeah. Um, I had an Electrike for the first time. Um, was it Magnetic? It goes into. Yeah. It's actually a cool one, but once again, Electric. Uh. Yeah, I don't think Hoenn added too much to like your average party. I think it was more the starters than yeah. legendaries. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, like especially with the latest remakes of Diamond and Pearl, you can get a lot of the older Pokemon. Um, so you know, my Gen One and Twos 
first. You know, you obviously have your starter. I always ended up with a Raichu in Gen 1. Ah, I love yes. Raichu. Yeah. I'm not, I, I like Pikachu, but I prefer Raichu. I'm probably one of the smaller few. Um, yeah. I loved uh, Polyrath is, is, a, is a mainstay. Oh, Poliwhirl. I had a Poliwhirl. Yeah, Polyrath is my guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's my main, actually, now. In, really? In Pearl, yeah. Um, I used to try and get a Machamp when you had, obviously, the second mm. console. Um, Golem, Gengar. Again, Gengar was a stay in in Silver as well. Um, and then in Silver... Oh, and Kingler, actually. I always loved Kingler. Again, doesn't get enough love. Um, and then in Silver, I always had to get an Ampharos. Again, Electric-type, similar to you, but I always had to have an Ampharos. Uh, I'm trying to think who else in in Jota. Again, the, I, I was predominantly keeping my Gen ones on form. I liked Politoed as well and Steelix, same as you, Nath. Mm. Um, yeah, there's some there's some great additions, and then kind of later on, Skizzle. yeah, Skizzle, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think. In Diamond and Pearl, is there any kind of big additions? Luxray is obviously pretty cool. Star Raptor. Um, Rosa Raid's quite cool, actually. Um, and you got like, like Magmortar. Yeah, got, uh, I love Magmazone. Yeah. Yeah, there's some absolutely fantastic Pokemon that. I mean, um, again, th- that's what's so great about these games is, uh, you know, there's probably about 800 Pokemon now. Every single one probably has a fan, like, as their favourite. You could go through, if we, if we, you know, had the time and day, I bet if you put a, Pokemon thing of and when who's your favorite? Eventually, every single one would fill out, which I think is really cool. Even the later ones have got some cool designs with them. Did you guys ever catch a shiny? Yeah. In the, did you? I never did in the uh, main games. No. Mm, I used yeah. to have, uh, I used to farm uh, heart scales. So the mm. first shiny I ever got was a love disc. Oh, it's nice. Gold. Mm. Um, I think that's a pretty average one. Uh, didn't you have a shiny Jolteon in yellow? That was from uh, what? Do you know with the trade where you just send a random mon into the verse and you get a random one back? Yeah. I got a random shiny Jolteon. Oh, okay. That's pretty it's cool. My, and it's, it's my favorite um, evolution uh, shiny. Yeah. I, I've never had a shiny encounter. I'm not, but also, I'm not one of them ones who will soft reboot the, oh, the no, game just to do it. Oh, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I didn't even realise shinies were a thing until much later, like in the Alpha Sapphire kind of days. Buy mm-hmm. your red Gyarados, which again was like a staple of silver. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you could. A- I didn't. I didn't know you could access shinies in the game because mm-hmm. again, reality, chan- it's like one in five hundred, isn't it? Lot, lot more. Yeah, Is it more? Uh, very slim chances. But in reality, the amount. Of, I mean, let's be honest. I've probably played uh, Kanto region games probably thirty times. Mm. Poen, probably another 30, 40 times. Same with Johto. Mm. We've uh, collectively, we surely probably encountered a few shinies and just didn't even fucking realize. Yeah. yeah to be yeah. fair, that's, that's probably very true. Because again, uh, I mean, you know, in the early days, I, I don't, I, you know, I kind of ran from battles predominantly once I got what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I never really bothered with shinies which kind of sucks because some of them are really cool more of a pokemon go thing for me now yeah absolutely oh, i mean yeah, we could we do we'll, really we'll mention do... pokemon go i think we could do a whole episode on that to be honest we could do a whole episode on specific pokemon games which we may do Easily. down the line but i thought yeah. we'd just cover bases today and get get you know these these kind of in, involved in the podcast because they are a big one for us um yeah. we could go on for hours but you know <laughs> um they, they are great i mean and you know, like we've said, as they've evolved, they've changed things, added things. Um, one of the biggest things that I absolutely adore, which I, you know, I think a lot of people do, is obviously in predominantly Soul Silver and Heart Gold is where they got it right. Was adding the sprites to whoever was out in your party first and having yeah. them follow you around. That was so oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that made you feel like a proper Pokemon trainer. It was really they, cool. They nailed it in um, Let's Go Pikachu and um, Let's Go Eevee. You know, you could do it so in awesome. Shining Pearl and brilliant diamond can you you have to go to a certain place to do it but then yeah you can choose anyone though which is cool okay that's cool there's a, there's a lot of like the apps and things i need to i need to search for 
Yeah, it was Diamond and Pearl where you had, um, was it Chatot as well, where you could actually like use the microphone to make the Pokemon say stuff in that. Yeah. Like I, I know Diamond had a lot of those. You have like a sort of wrist app thing that you sort of, as you said, yeah. you get apps for and it gives you, you know, like you can tap them and give your Pokemon. It'll show you how much your Pokemon like loves you because depending yeah. on how, like, the hearts come up and all that. Yeah, and you I, can have it in the corner of your screen now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so, I, I, I play it with, with it always up there. I love all the little small things like that. Like even down to, uh, I remember I used to do it a lot. Is that once you've completed all the gyms, you get all the badges in a little box, and you can actually yeah. polish them, and so you can have yeah, them all nice can. and nice and shiny. And I mean, as well, I don't know if you guys did a lot of it, but I did a lot of like the mining and all that in uh, in Diamond, where you had uh, like you go underground, and you, I think other players could actually put traps, and it would tell you if you uh, caught another player in a trap. And you could build like yeah, they brought that back. Have they? That's awesome. Yeah, because you can make your own little like uh, base and all that. Like I had like little statues and and a fridge and all that sort of thing. I yeah, really they've literally, literally brought that back now. I think you'd probably, yeah. I think you'd you'd quite like the remastered version. There's there's a lot of nostalgia there, but they've brought they've added all, all that, which yeah. is kind of cool. I can I mean, literally get, can spend hours down there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. That's what I've done most of my post game now is I'm just down there trying to catch random pokemon um but you know as we kind of move towards the end obviously let's talk about legendaries you mm. know who, who's your who's your big 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 three let's say there's plenty to choose from give me time go now oh right well uh probably Diago because he's my first one like roar of time i mean for the ds it looked awesome like he does the yeah. like it the screen goes dark and it makes this sort of like pulsing light which then suddenly bursts i thought it was really really cool um he was he was my favorite i, I didn't like I, I had pearl as well as diamond but i didn't like palkia as much like he just looked a little a bit like a chicken uh i'm that... palkia really I'm Cam I, I don't know just, look, the race, like hunched over. yeah you went good good see that, that, I, I he was he was my favorite um i loved Ray rayquaza as well i never played emerald or caught him but he, he just looked awesome you know um and i think that's a legendary i, I did like uh the reggies I, I, yeah, they're awesome. I don't know, especially in the animated series, they were just they're so weird. Like, they, I don't know. I I, I really love Reggie Ice, Reggie Gigas, and what's the other Reggie Rock? So and Reggie uh, Steel, yeah, they're, they're Steel great. Well. Yeah, they also good. got uh, Reggie Draco and Reggie something else, which is electric type now. Oh right, shield. awesome. Oh shit, really? Yeah, I didn't know they added Reggie Draco. Looks awesome. I need nice. to play Sword and Shield. This Reggie... is there from the expansion. You also That's fine get, by um, me. Three of you get uh, Zapdos, Moltres, and uh, Articuno. Oh, they have different, different types. Oh, Reggie Draco yeah. looks cool. He does. Yeah. Now. He's like got a dragon arm. Yeah. Like, he, he, he turns and he looks like a dragon's mouth as he attacks. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty sick. Oh damn. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that they'd added new new Reggies. I saw Sword and Shield had a ridiculous amount of um, legendaries accessible to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you could get most region. Uh, legendaries through like similar to the uh, the diamond uh, underground thing. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, they did it. They did it in um, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, didn't they? Where you basically could like the basically portals, every yeah. yeah every single legendary, essentially bar two or three. But I, that was cool. What was the other Reggie core? Two. I've done Reggie Draco. What was the other one? Re 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 uh, Reggie Lecky. Reggie Lecky. Oh, he's awesome. Damn. That's How do you spell that, Reggie Lecky? Uh, it's Reggie. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, yeah. They're cool. You can only though. catch one, though. You can only catch one of the two. Right. I'd, Unless I'd I'm being Lecky. a kid. Oh, I like I got, him. I, I like him more than the Draco, to be honest. Nah, I got Draco. He looks clean. Um, but my, 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 three, my three legendaries would probably be Ho-Oh, because I always loved Ho-Oh. And I feel like you and me, Aid, I think we've probably explored it before and we'll explore it later. We've always sort of got this dunk I mean, like, you go one way, I'll go the other. Yep. So you're Lugia, I'm Ho Oh. Yeah. Uh definitely ground on. Uh oh, I love so... his um primal version as well. His primordial form. Awesome. And then it's a it's a bit of a toss-up between um Roiku and uh Zekrom. Nice. I don't know which okay. more which electric type I like more. Because Zekrom's this awesome big black dragon with a drill looking tail. Yeah, that I've always, always loved Raikou. Um, so then I'm going with four. So 
Uh, I would probably say Lugia, as you said. Um, I don't know. I'm struggling. I'm tossing up between Palkia and Zekrom, but I'll probably say Zekrom. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to go for the the, the the original gangster, Um, you know, the, the toughest legendary you could get in, in red and blue is Mewtwo. He's just, just, uh, still, still a beast, man. Yeah. Again, Jeez. and, you know, that, that, that Pokemon was so pivotal, you know, him and Mew in, in, in the first movie and then the games and stuff. So, yeah, um, for them, they, they, were the, they were the big three for me. Um, well, it's one of those but, things I'm happy about with Diamond. I've got Mew now. Mm. It's probably the first yeah. time I've ever owned Mew in a console game. Yeah. Same with Jirachi as well. I mean, just need fucking Celebi now. But I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean these games we could talk for hours, and I think we <laughs> we should focus on them a bit more attentively in solo episodes down the line. Maybe we can get viewers to vote which one they prefer us to go through. But um, obviously uh, Nath is probably the most obvious one. But you know, favorite game of the series. I don't know. Well, I don't think it needs to be said at this point, but definitely Diamond in terms of yeah. what I enjoyed the most and played ben? most of. It has to be Heart Gold. I think it's just all round great game. And visiting Johto and Kanto, what more can you ask for? Yeah, mine's Soul Silver. Um, I I don't know. I don't think that I'll ever do a re remaster of it. We've got three more gens to do before, but I'm happy having that on the DS. Um, these games have been so impactful to the three of us, to so many other people. Um. You know, I don't think we've probably done enough justice in this episode, so I do think we need to revisit it. But it was just nice to get ground, you know, the ground moving with this. Um, mm. They are, they are huge. Um, shit, we could probably do a Pokemon week if we really wanted to. We did it with Halo, and this is up there with Halo as you know one of the biggest gaming. And and I mean, this has TV as well and trading yeah. cards. But as a as a console kind of thing, this this um, series is is one of the biggest. You know, it's incredible um i'm so glad i got to you know was lucky enough to be part of it from day dot and move forward with it but you know i hope i get to see my kids playing the whatever gen 12 it'll probably be on the <laughs> nintendo uh oculus riff or so whatever it is that there'll be some new gen you know they, they only do about two or three main series and then they ch- wait for the next series so i can't wait to see the next few generations playing these games and and living what we did, but you know, with more Pokemon, maybe the older series. Who knows? I think it's really exciting. This series is—it's never going to die out, really. It'll be Pokemon no. in the metaverse before we know it. Oh Jesus! That'd be cool, <laughs> actually. Uh, perfect formula, perfect execution for most of the games. All around, yeah. I think one of the absolutely. most important and influential things in the media. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, I think we've covered a, a whole lot of pokemon and as you said i think we'll get into you know more specifics down the line i definitely think but you know it's, it's been a great conversation i mean well where, where are we going from here Aiden? What, what's next oh um so if all goes well and i haven't finished reading it yet but um depending on how nas feeling about it we are doing malazan book of the fallen I don't think we'll do the whole series because mm-hmm. I'm still half. I'm only half through to spoil, the first book. Spoil things. But so we'll probably be doing um, the first book, which is called Nath. Gardens of the Moon. That's the one. I was going to say Gardens of Eden for some reason, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So hopefully we'll be doing that next week. Um, but welcome back, everyone. Hopefully we've got some really exciting stuff lined up. Hopefully some really exciting guests if all goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, and plenty of topics to touch on so yeah thank you and welcome back everyone happy new year <laughs>